How you doing today, man? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Last day of uh, Heroes, and uh, I'm happily exhausted. Same here, man. I've been here for three days. No, four days. Four days. Four right. days. That's right. Set up, too. Yeah, yeah, set up the same day. Yeah. So, um, tell you, I mean, tell some of your adventures so far, man, because you've been doing a lot, <laughs> a lot of things, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, this morning, what happened? Oh, no, no. It was just a little mishap at the elevator. Uh, they weren't letting uh, everybody with the cards, all the exhibitors downstairs, because they have morons working at the, uh, manning the right. elevator. You know, I mean, they, first of all, they were counting down to the second, like, they won't let us down until 10 o'clock, and 10 yeah. one hit, and we were like, we were downstairs, and they were, one one was waiting for a call from the, someone someone else waiting right. for a call. I mean, like, they're not using common sense. Right. You know, it's 10-10 now. You can see everyone else is going down the escalator. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, we have booths that we need to open for right. those people to visit, I can't have unmanned booth downstairs with people walking around. No comments. So I just, I just said, okay, I'm gonna press the button and get into the elevator. You're right. gonna have to stop me. And the guys, I can't let you do that. I said, no, I'm gonna do it anyway. Right. I just want to know to what extent are you allowed to stop me? But because you're not gonna put your hand on me. Right. So, <laughs> so the guy was kind of perplexed, standing there, you know. And I'm ready to go. And thank God, you know, Charles Kibbe, you know, the big guy, <laughs> yeah, he came over and said, he said, let him go. So it was avoided. <laughs> oh my God, man! You got so many story buzz, man. I, I get a kick. You know, it's very entertaining. <laughs> so I mean, how? I mean. How many years have you been doing the con for HeroCon? How many years? Oh, Heroes actually, I started coming here in 1993. You know, I was in high school at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make me feel old. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, and 94, I think I did 95, and then uh, I took a long break, you know, uh, and then I started coming back again in 2004. That when I met you? Yeah, yeah, in 2004, and then it's been. Almost every year, the last three years, you know, with with, with like explosion of all these conventions popping right. up everywhere, and I travel with Neil Adams and, and I'm the legend, it. yeah, you know. Um, so there were a lot of conflicting uh, dates and, and shows, and I was unable to come here for two years, I mean right. three years now. So by this year, I had to come back, man. I had to recharge myself as an artist because I I've done so many of these so-called comic cons. You know, sitting in artist alley, looking at a bunch of non-artists, and you know all these people selling wares. But, but the thing for shit. me, man, Buzz, is that this Heroes Con is more for the artists yes. than the fans. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've been coming for eight years. Oh yeah, you know, this is probably it's like the purest Comic Con left. Yeah. You know, because you won't see one actor here, one you know gaming company, one movie company. You know, uh, it's like no, it's just artists and comic books. That's it. Comic book dealers and comic book artists. It's like the old days, man. You know, and then like, oh, and the, the other thing is, everyone that comes here, they're they're fans of the genre. They, I mean, they're comic readers, they're comic buyers, supporters, collectors. So they know what they want. They know what they're talking. I don't have to sit here and explain myself what right. I'm doing here. You know, because right. I've done these other shows where I'm sitting there and someone would come over and like look at all my work on my table and then look at me and ask me, so what do you do? And I, you know, I used to think like, well, I'm a fucking auto mechanic, obviously, and I mean, you know, make a joke about. It. Then I realized, no, you know why? Because these people have gone to other shows where the person sitting there is not an artist; it's the person sitting there is a guy just selling all these prints. So they just think I work at the booth. And see, that's yeah. a discredit to you on the artist, man. Yeah, it really is. You know, so that that's that was why I got into the whole freaking you know 
rant, uh, you know, a couple of weeks back about, you know, bringing artists back to Artist Alley. Right. Yeah. It's because of that. It's like, you know, uh, enough of that shit. No more vendors in Artist Alley, man. You know, get a vendor's booth. Yeah, no, I stay, totally agree. Stay away from our town. Get the fuck out. You know? I totally agree, man, because me, I'm a comic book fan and yeah. a collector. Yeah. And I've been doing it for so many years, right. man. And I totally agree with what you said. Yeah. I totally agree. So, after this, where are you going after this? I'm going to, <laughs> I think, Fanboy Expo in uh, Knoxville next week. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, some of the wrestlers going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I'm going to Supercon in, in uh, Miami, Florida. You know. When do you have to have the time to just go rest, man? You know, the last time I scratched my balls is like <laughs> when I had enough time to. It's been a while. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I scratch my balls all day long. No, um, um, I've I've haven't had a break since January. You know. Wow. And yeah, yeah. No, I'm, but I I think I have a week coming up before San Diego. You I know? got a question about yeah. San Diego, man. I always wanted to go. Yeah. Tell me, what's your take on San Diego? Big San Diego. San Diego time? is it's a monster. It's it's a it's a, a creature cloaked in in guise of a Comic Con, but it's not really. It's a pop culture, right. you know, extravaganza. It's right. about movies, toys, and everything. But you know, it's almost a Comic Con by name only. Right. You know, because the comic part of San Diego has, has shrunken down to whatever qualifies. So that they can maintain their uh, nonprofit status, you know. So you have like a artist alley with maybe a three foot of table space for artists. It's very tiny. I remember now, uh, San Diego Comic Con has now Hall A through H, right? H is the one where they show all the movie yeah. tra- tra- I remember and stuff going, like that. I remember going to uh, San Diego when the hall only used to go to D. Damn. Yeah. And that was way back, and that was too big for us. Artist Alley actually was the entire hall A. I mean, it was filled with artists, and and we 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 all got like eight or ten feet tables. Right. Yeah. And when you sit there, there's no big forty foot high you know forty ceiling banners, nothing. And not that they ever allowed that. They were very good about that. But it just you know you'd be hard pressed to find a, a, an actor, you know. Because it was the comic artists were the superstars, you know, we were the stars. Now, if you go to Hall G, one fifth of Hall G is Artist Alley. Yeah, it went down that much. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's there to serve the uh, you know the masses who are into the, the pop culture right. more than just comics anymore. Comics are taking a backseat to it, but I don't really worry about but it. But you know, it's so funny that is that comic books is the cause of Hollywood being yeah. there. Yeah. Because of all the movies they put out. Oh yeah, it, yeah. You know, they base all their uh, you know franchises and all their properties off of the comic books. And uh, you know, I used to. It, it was like San Diego was like the mecca of geekdom for us. Right. You know, that's where all the gods reside. You know, you start out as a as a, a, a mere layman, a human. You know, going <laughs> to see all. It's like. San Diego was Olympus, and you go to see the gods, right. you know, and one day you're chosen, and you get to sit beside them, you know, and, right. and uh, now it's just like, you know, you go there and see all these uh, you know, actors who couldn't really give a shit about any of us, you know, people are going there for exclusive toys, and, you know, and try to flip them, and, you know. Sell them on and, eBay and stuff and, like that, yeah. You know, it's a big co- uh, cosplay explosion. You know, um, gone are the days where you see like families celebrating their uh, their genre and, and their love for the genre by dressing up. To now, they have people like 
uh, they call themselves, you know, uh, professional cosplayers. And Yeah, that's one of the big things these days. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? Do your thing. Earn your money, whatever the fuck it is. I don't have to like it, but it's there. That's part of the culture, and you can't really deny it anymore. I just wish that they would, you know, recognize and appreciate that where it all stemmed from is comic books. It you starts know? from there. You're yeah. right. It always have. Yeah. And uh, thank God for shows like Heroes and Baltimore and, you know... Uh, Emerald City. Emerald City, definitely. You know, all these still, you know, Comic-Cons uh, still there. You know, you don't know what the future of those shows are going to be because it's a business for them. And, it, you know, it may one day evolve into another San Diego. But while some of these shows are still paying attention and supporting the, the comic book genre, right. you know, we're still doing it, Yeah. Uh, Buzz, it's always a delight to talk to you, man. You know that always a delight, <laughs> man. My pleasure, my friend. Thank you for my podcast. And this is this is a young podcast, but I appreciate it. You know, your time, all right? You got it, dude. All right, I got here today. I got Shane and Hoyt. I said that right? You said it right. Yeah, we're in Heroes Con 2016. This is my eighth year going. My first ever podcast, you know, uh, for a half to two months. So, guys, so how's your, how's it been? I mean... I've been here for so far for the weekend. Uh, I love Heroes Con. This is Hoyt here. Um, I love Heroes Con every year, man. I think it might be my favorite show every year. Like, the love that's shown out here for creators and uh, for the guys who are in the trenches, like, doing the hard work, you know, it's awesome to get that recognition and just people, nice little pat on the back, you know, right. cool fans, get to hang out here with all the other pros and, you know, talk shop and learn and teach and everything, man. It's, it's fantastic every year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody puts on a better show than Sheldon, Rico, and the, all the rest of the crew at Heroes are hard to find, then I've yet to see it, but, uh, man, so just love being here. Love this show. See, Shane, I met you at uh, Free Comic Book Day in Dr. Nose. Dr. Nose, sir. Dr. Nose. Shout out to Dr. Nose. And Cliff Biggers. Awesome. That's, that's right. That's right. And, um... I was to say, who is this guy? I mean, I see Mark Bagley. I get a lot of that. I get yeah, a lot of that. Who's this guy? <laughs> and this guy right here, this guy right here bought everybody a little Caesar pizza, man. Woo. How much love you show for the fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, well, um, pizza, pizza, viva la pizza. Yeah. So. Right. So, Shane, um, I haven't really talked to you in a while, man. So, what you been up to lately? Project uh, Well, of course, uh, with Hoyt, we're doing Adventures in Crime, uh, which is a. Uh, Noir novel. Uh, uh, gra- it's going to be a graphic series from Action Lab Entertainment. Comes out in 2017. Um, we'll be announcing it formally soon. I'll let Boyd tell you more about that. Um, and uh, also, just working on several other projects. One of which I'm collaborating with uh, director Richard Rappurst, who's uh, he's uh, got a film. It's uh, on Netflix now called Frankenstein's Army. But uh, we're doing a screenplay together in a film on, uh, and he's pitching it next month in July at. Uh, the uh, co-production international market in Montreal. So, um, very it gets a lot of one-on-one with producers and financiers. So, very very excited about it. So, you got a busy man. Uh, we're all busy men. We're, we're all, all busy, busy men. Well, so. busier than I am, <laughs> you know. So, Hoyt. Yeah. I was working with Shane. Oh, working with Shane's fantastic, man. Um, Shane is a uh, not just a writer. Shane's a storyteller. And when you get to uh, work with a storyteller, it's not really about like what kind of writer he is, and it's not about what kind of artist I am. It's right. like what we can create together. You know, like how I can make him better, and how he can make me better, and how we can together put out something. Sorry about the interruption. Uh, my phone just rang. I'm using my iPhone app for this podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah. That, to get back to it, you know, Shane is just, like, a wonderful dude to work with, you know, it's, he's so creative and gives great feedback and has insight into, like, how stories work and the pacing and everything like that, like, I mean, 
I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now on Adventures in Crime without the foundation that Shane gave me to spring off of. And that's like the awesome thing about working with him and working with other storytellers is that you know we use each other as diving boards and springboards to get to the next level. You know, it's like he'll serve up something in the script and I'll go, yeah, that's awesome, man. But maybe if we did it like this, that'd get the point across more. And then he'd go, yeah, you know what? That's even better. But if we do that, why don't we change this to that? And then that'll even, you know what I mean? And it's just a back and forth. That it's got, you have to have a great dynamic. You do. You, know? you do always. You got to have a great dynamic. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think the artists and writers have a great relationship. Yeah. You know, one feed off the other. That's my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's right. And, uh, you know, what about Mr. Silva is getting around this convention? I've already had to do murder two other writers since I've been here trying to grab him. So, uh, but, yeah, he's an incredible talent, and I'm uh, lucky to be a part of him and uh, to be a part of this book with him, man. So, uh, and I just want to echo what he said. That's what's cool is, uh, you know, it was so great to work with somebody who understands the story and not only understands it, lives it and breathes it and uh, just takes my writing far beyond what it originally was with his art and just bouncing it back and forth. So, thanks to you, Hoyt. Thank you, sir. Thanks to Shane, really. I mean, again, I think this is a dual effort. We're going to keep, like, patting each other's backs back and forth until we, you know, lose hair, skin, so I shouldn't do that all the time. That's a great thing, though. That's about man. comics. There's a lot of heavy petting. Yeah. 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 That's a great thing. I tried to say heavy petting without saying heavy petting. You know, whatever. But that's great, guys. Y'all got that great relationship like that, man. I mean, how did y'all guys meet? I want to ask you that. How did you meet? Uh, heroes, man. This yeah. place that makes dreams comes true. Yeah, yeah. We met. We met probably like what three years ago at Heroes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. we pretty much like hit it off right off the bat. Kind of, you know. We. I mean, it's funny enough. Uh, I tell people all the time, you know. Um, Whenever I read the script and the pitch that Shane sent to me for Adventures in Crime, literally my first question was, did you write this for me? Right. Because it was like so perfectly there for what I already wanted to do. So That's cool. It's incredible. Yeah. That's cool, man. So y'all on the same wavelength. Yeah. Same wavelength. That's cool. When I first met this guy, man, man, he came to me, man. I don't even know this person, but you know what? He had a good heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, from the first time I met Shane, he had a good heart. Absolutely. Although, I mean, he's not on the Twitter account like he used to be. <laughs> I'm going to remedy that, I promise. We got a book coming out, so you yeah, can see yeah. more of that. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Like you said, I'm busy, but you're right. I'm doing uh, my followers a disservice, and I'm going to get back on that. That's cool, man. I appreciate y'all hanging out with me, man, because like I said, this is my first time doing a con on a podcast. I mostly do my podcast at home. You know, through Skype and stuff like that. But just being in the con like this and just talking to you guys, it means a whole lot. Yeah. It means a whole lot, man. Thank you. I mean, thank you, man. But, like, what means a whole lot to us is you taking the time to talk to us and being interested, you know, right. in the investment of time that you're putting into it. Like, right. we really appreciate that, you know, because honestly, without people, like, taking an interest in what we're doing or, you know, any feedback or anything like that from people or just the love that we get whenever we do these things, it's, like, really difficult to keep going. So, really, it's, like, you and the fans and everything like that and family and everybody that, like, keeps us going every day, day in, day out. Yeah, that's what I like about this con, man. It's just, like, it's family-friendly and the artists and writers are so friendly to you, man. They get the opportunity to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, this is the only con, like, for instance, Dragon Con is one hell of a beast. Yeah. It is. Have yeah, you been there? I have. And it's one hell of a beast, man. Point will be there this September. I will. You can, oh, you will? I'll, I'll be a guest at Dragon Con this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's your next con after, after this? Uh, Yes. That'll be my next one after that. And then I got a Wizard World Richmond, and then uh, I'll be at a New York Comic Con as well. Oh, man. I want to mm-hmm. go to New York so bad. Yeah. This will be my first time tabling at both... Uh, um, Dragon Con as a guest and uh, New York Comic Con as well. All right, so. cool. I'm, I got another question for you, Shane. 
what can you tell my listeners and people who listen to my podcast the how can you get in a business like this how did you get in a business like this uh well it's tough um and uh first of all i'd ask them uh, well can i talk you out of it right and if i can then it's not for you it's right. not for you uh, I think the key to success in any endeavor that you care about is just uh, persevering when anybody with half a brain would throw in the towel. You just you just can't help yourself. You just have to keep going. You have to love your art. I love comics. I love storytelling. Or anything else that you're into. Um, so what about you, Hoyt? What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Shane hit it on the head, man. I mean, it, it is, it, to me, it's about the storytelling. You know, like, it's about connecting with people. It's about, like, you know, you got to be out here. I don't know, man. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Man, I think you got, to, <laughs> me, it, to me, it's like being on your grind. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Me, well, this, um, this job, honestly, is 25 hours a, 25 hours a day, eight days a week. Right. You know, 366 days a year. So, so, it's so like, you got, like, your regular job. Like, you say you could be, a, like, a... Um, Let's say a teacher for eight hours a day. Absolutely. I mean, you can you can do anything. I mean, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that like I'm able to eat and live off of the comics that I create right now. So, right. You know, uh, that's putting food on my table right now, and I am forever grateful for everybody that supports me to be able to do that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and there's no shame in that. There's no shame in having the day job and doing that because I did that for a long time. Technically, when I step away and I do fill-in work, whenever I do, you know, work for hire stuff, that's my day job too. You right. Know, I'm just trying to keep the lights on. Right. Right. But the passion project is adventures in crime you know and working on that I mean that'll be the next book I got coming out so I'm just like really stoked on it man we've been getting some really good feedback really people are really excited about it when they read it so um, I'm really excited yeah see that's what my thing if you have this person who has the same desire and passion that you got man and y'all see the same vision I think it works out perfectly yeah absolutely you know? but I'm gonna give an example like you know Bagley you know you, met, you know Bagley yeah. you know he um he said he loved it even when he was a kid, he wanted to be a, um, a comic book artist. Yeah. You know, and it's just a passion for it. Right. And I, like you said, anything that you do, it could be comics, you could be the best damn truck driver, man, unless yep. you got the passion for it. And that's my perspective of it. Oh, I, uh, you're you're right on target, Amos. I mean, and like Hoyt said, it's uh, um, you just got to be hungry. You got to go for it. I mean, you can't be rude and... Uh, over the top or anything, but uh, unfortunately it is a business, and uh, you know, Heroes Con is a great show, but at the same time, uh, you know, we're here trying to, as much as we love Adventures in Crime that's coming out next year, right. we're all here working for what's next year's project, oh, the year right. beyond that, and so, ne we never stop. Let's get used to not sleeping very much. Yes, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, but that's the thing, man, I mean, when you're, a cre when you're a creator, when you're working on things that you're passionate about, you know what I mean? It's, it's the difference between a job and a career. Right. You know what I mean? A job, I mean, you can't wait for that clock to run down. Oh, I feel you, you know brother. I, mean? you I got a job like yeah, that right now. Exactly. <laughs> but a career, man, you don't have enough hours in the day, days in the week, you know, months in the year to get everything out that you want to do. Right. You know what I mean, and that, that I think is a defining difference is whether you want to do this as a, if you see it as a job or if you see it as a career. Because if you see it as a job, I think that's more like short term game, you know, but if you see it as a career, then you're talking long haul, you know. You're that's the longevity. Yeah, that's what, yeah, because absolutely. you have people who've been in this, um, this business yeah. for 25 to plus years. Yeah, and I Some think, less. Right, and I think that there's a, there's always the stigma in the arts, any art, whether it be music or, um, you know, anything that, that, that involves the arts is that 
people here that tend to like the rock star, like superstar, born overnight like mentality, but don't really understand that that takes like 15 years of hard work. You yeah. know, if, if you look at like, you know, most of those, most of the guys right now that are hot, they're like, in the, you know, they've been doing it for a while. Right, right. You know, they but they paid the dues. This is their very first book. You're, you know, this is the first page they ever drew. They've drawn hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of pages. And, it, they, and they pay their dues, man. Yeah. It's just like Kevin Hart is big right now. Yeah. And he's he's one of the comedians that was always in the club doing his thing. He was always on the hustle and the grind. Now look at him now. Yeah. He's one of the top comedians in the business. Yeah. yeah. But still working hard as hell. Still out. working hard as hell. Still working hard as hell, man. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's just to never stop. Yeah. Contentment is your enemy in any endeavor. You're yeah. just trying to be the master of. Right. Yeah. And, and also what we do is not sports. Right. What we do is not like, I mean, it is the physical activity of drawing, the physical activity of typing and all that. But to be honest, it's like you don't peak at 25 or 35. It's a right. mental game. So it's like really the longer you go, the better you'll be. You know, if I'm not better at drawing by the age of 50, 60, and somewhere along the line, I fucked up. Right. You know, I should have put more work into it. I should have, like, tried harder, you know what I mean? But if that's just it, like, art and all that stuff, I consider it more of, like, a trade than a talent, you right. know? And, and uh, my mentor, Brian Stelfree, said something really, uh, really good the other day. Brian Stelfree's a mentor? Yeah, He's yeah. He's a mentor. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like, um, like his work. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other day he mentioned, um, you know, that knowledge often uh, masquerades itself as talent. Right. You know, and that, I think, is very true. You see these guys out here, and it seems like they can just, like, whip this off, off like, out of nowhere, and, like, you know, they're not looking at reference or whatever, and if you can see me, I'm doing quotation marks right now. Um, the, uh, the truth is, though, is that those guys can do that, like, I can do that, these guys can do that, because we've drawn ahead 10,000 times. We've right, drawn right. figures in all different shapes and sizes and positions and perspectives, you know what I mean? So we can sit here and we can just do that. Right. Um, but it takes that knowledge, building up that knowledge bank, and, like, you know, really treating it like sort of like a bank account, you know what I mean? Like, you can't withdraw things from your bank account if it's not you deposit, deposit things, yeah, you know what right. I mean? So it's about the learning, it's about the come up, right. and it's about working hard, man. Like I said, it's the long game. Very, very long. You totally, you totally agree with that, I'm saying? I echo that. Could yeah, not I, have said it better myself. Said, well done, you, sir. That's, right. that's why y'all get along so well. I try. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a pleasure you know, talking to you, man. Yeah. Hoyt, Shane. Famous. Appreciate it. And that's a wrap. Hey, I'm sitting here with Domo Stanton. Sitting right? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Here at Heroes Con 2016. Yo, so this was your... What, fourth or fifth time here? Huh? Oh, man, Domo? dude. Actually, it's my seventh year. Oh, man, I got you beat. I got eight. One <laughs> <laughs> year. Yeah, one year. So, um, Domo, so what project are you working on right now? Um, I actually just wrapped up a series for Marvel called Star Brand and Night Mask. Uh, a lot of cosmic powers going on in there. Uh, written by Greg Wiseman. Very fun series if you haven't heard of it. Um, these characters, Starbrand and Nightmask, were first printed in the 80s in a series called The New Universe. And um, they were brought back by, uh, what was his name? Jonathan Hickman, right? Jonathan Hickman in the New Avengers series. Yeah, I read some of the New Universe stuff. When, um, Jonathan, not Jonathan Hickman, but the previous year they brought it back. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of darker and grittier, you know? Right. And uh, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit, but when Jonathan Hickman brought it back, you know, they brought him back to the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, with Jonathan Hickman, he was playing for the long run, the long mm-hmm. game. Right. Because of a drawn-out story. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's pretty cool, man. 
So, um, do you like um, drawing those type of characters? And I know you did Deadpool a couple of times. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Deadpool's a lot of fun. But yeah, I, I actually enjoy drawing these guys because I got to play around with a lot of cosmic powers. These guys uh, are pretty much strong enough to destroy universes. Um, and I got to play around with like a lot of different effects and powers and stuff like that. And, um, you know, have fun with it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, what you think about Heroes Con? I know you've been in many cons. Yes, what Hero Con mean to you? Man, Heroes Con is my most favorite convention of everyone in the U.S. because they focus a lot on the artists. And even when you talk to the people who attend the show, they come for the artists and they want to talk to the artists and they buy work and appreciate a lot more of the originals than kind of go print hunting and you know just picking up their favorite things for cheap right right now for me as a fan i love coming to heroes con like you said it's, it's for the artists you know and also for the fans because you know i've been to dragon con and other cons like that mm -hmm. and it's more of a pop culture stuff you know it's it's, it's for everybody yes, but sir. here it's strictly coming because i really enjoy it yeah it is it's pretty awesome so um what which um what other books have you been working on besides Starbrain and Nightmares? Um, I actually did a fill-in for DC's Prez. Um, and that's that's practically... I also worked on a book for Boom Studios called The Big Con Job. Um, besides that, I'm, I'm pretty pretty new to the game, so I'm looking forward to, you know, what, what, what's coming next. Whatever that may be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that, that's cool, man. So did you always want to um, work in comics? Yes, sir. Um, I was influenced when I was younger by X-Men. Um, which X-Men? I'm not asking. Which X-Men? Um, Uncanny X-Men is where I started. But where I really, I think, grabbed a hold of comics was Generation X. Oh, I remember that. Um, and there was artists like, you know, Humberto Ramos, Jason Pearson, Terry Dodson, uh, Chris Pacello. Like, all those guys are some of my biggest influences. And they practically the reason I got into comics. And they're still doing work to this day. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Longevity in the um, business like that, man. They, do, yeah. they put out good work. Yeah, they're, 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 all of them are amazing artists. That's, that's that's amazing, man. And even even the stories back then were, were pretty great too. It's it's pretty much what I what, what, what gravita gravitated me towards uh, the books. Okay, that's cool, man. Um, so anyway, after this con right here, what's your next con? I'm doing Baltimore Comic Con in September and hopefully New York in October. I heard good things about New York. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's literally one of the largest shows in the U.S. next to San Diego and I think Denver. Because you got um, the one in the East Coast, it's New York and San Diego in the West Coast. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but I, I I like that show as well for a different reason. Um, but I, I would still say Heroes is my my favorite of all. Cool. So another thing is that um, I met you. No, you, you used to work at um, Floyd County, right? I did. And uh, how was that? It was great. I mean, um, it, it's definitely not comics where you know the the drawing itself is all. Uh, based on my style and my layouts 
But, you know, you get to work with a lot of talented people, and it's a lot of fun seeing the drawings you do animated on a TV series. Yeah, I love that show also. It's very funny. So how long were you working on Archer? I was on Archer for two, I think, two and a half years. And then I moved to um, another show Floyd County created called Chosen. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that show was a trip, right? <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It, it only lasts for like half a what? Um, Not a whole was, season, did it? Yeah, it was just ten episodes. Just uh, it, it was canceled after the first season, but I was the lead character designer on that show. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a trip. <laughs> yeah, it was. It had. It was nothing like Archer, but I mean, it had its moments. Well, and they and, and they had like an all-star, somewhat all-star cast. Hannibal Burris. Um, who's an up-and-coming comedian, um, Bobby Moynihan, Method Man, um, and a few other people. But it was a cool show. Method Man, huh? Yes, sir. M-E-T-H-O-D Man. Method Man. <laughs> Wu-Tang forever. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, man, it's cool talking to you, Domo. You too, man. Now, I appreciate you doing this podcast with me. Thanks for having me on. Now, I hope you have a great time. Congratulations me in the con. Just being in this.